Hello and welcome to Cameo, guys. I am your host, Mark Nelson, and as always, I'm joined by Cam. Hello, hello. Hello. Cam's a bit sheepish. I made him watch an awfully horrible film this week. I don't know as... you made me watch it. Uh, I had other options, but you went with it. Yeah. So, as you'd be well aware, you've you've clicked on this week's podcast, and, and yep. we sat down and uh, watched Sausage Party, mm. a... I'm not too sure. We'd ha- I'll have to do a bit of quick reading as we, we proceed oh, like into this. No, no, it was definitely, I think, last year. Um, But more so... What was it? The year before? 2016. 2016. Oh, jeez. Um, and, yeah, it was... Yep. It kind of got... I feel like I remember hearing it got a bit of buzz. I like cans and stuff. About what, exactly? That it was funny and that it was good. Oh. Now, I don't know what right. this says about me. <laughs> I don't hate it. Okay. Well, that's fine. Like, well, it is It is very much a, I'm going to just switch my brain off and yes. not really think about it too hard. Yes. And it is a movie that was thought up while they were taking drugs and then that was a part of the story and then the movie ends like a piece of dog shit. And then that's it. Yeah, is that a pretty fair assessment <laughs> of it? Um, <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some really great trivia of this though. Okay, which I'm I feel like that'll be the punchy content. Okay. Um, so yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into how we even ended up watching it because that was a bit of a debacle. <laughs> um, <laughs> things, I would have preferred the first. Things one. were supposed to go in a completely different direction. Correct. Uh, but the fates were against us. Um, but yeah, so, but as always, before we, we get into our reviews, um, have you been, have you been watching anything on a, I have, a busy I've been, week? I have, have had a very busy week, but, um, I have been watching some stuff. I've got a new podcast I'm listening to, uh, my, my new favorite AFL player, uh, has his own podcast. Oh, who is that? His name is Tom Phillips. Yep. He's from the Collingwood Football Club. And, oh, uh, that makes a bit of sense. He, he's like a... It's a really good, pod- like he gets really interesting guests. Like his mm-hmm. second guest was the Channel Nine newsreader Peter Hitchener. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. And he's had like a lot of other people on there, and yeah, he's like really he's a good interviewer. I do I like find. the Hitch. That'd be an interesting. Yep. yep. So that's that's something. And then I've been watching. There's a guy on YouTube that does like really good uh, movie. Summations and it's not they're not really reviews, they're just movies that he's watched. He's okay. like, I really want to talk about this for a good 15, 20 minutes. It's a guy called Ryan Hollinger. Um and I think I got into him when he did he did one on Lewin Davis, like a really in depth one about how it helped him cope with things in his life. What's up? This is going to be completely unrelated to the podcast, but something just came through oh, Facebook no. that I know you're gonna hate. Fuck's sake. Our 10-year high school reunion invite has just come through. Sweet. Won't be there. <laughs> oh, wow. Who sent that in? Uh, one guess. Oh, fucking... Yep, cool. Yep, of course. <laughs> Jesus. Well, won't be there. Yep. Enjoy. We'll, we'll get you there. No, I'm not going. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> no, I'm not. We'll drag D.Y. down from Brisbane. We'll, oh, no, D.Y. will go. Oh, of course he is. He was the golden boy. Mm-hmm. I won't be going. 
But yeah, that's it. Anyway, so I just wanted to bring that up because I'm giggling here over it. That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, he does really good uh, talks about movies and like it's a lot of horror movies as well. And he did the he did one on the Gremlins and how uh, comedy and horror is a really good uh, like mishmash. It is. Genres. It is. Hmm. Yep. Um, Yourself? Well, not a lot. I did see one movie mm-hmm. uh, this week. Yes. Which was Ocean's 8. Right. Uh, I did watch a bit of Ocean's 11 during the week. God, the the Ocean's movies are so underrated. Even the They're sequels great. are yeah. actually quite good. Like, well, the first one's really good. First man. one's really good. I really liked Ocean's 12. Because mm. uh, it has that... Who's that actor? He's like... Mm, you've, I've lost it. There's a lot. He's a very people. French actor, French or Italian, because they go off to Europe for the second one. It's not Javier. It's not people. Javier Bardem. No. Okay. I can't remember. Who you it have, is, you have really the good. means to find. I have the means, really but I'm not going to okay. diverge that much. But yeah, it was. It was very. Oh, here we go. What's happening? It okay. was interesting. Okay. It was watchable. Yep. Jess even turned to me at the end of it though and went, mm, this was probably one for just watching at home. Not worth the trip. It was... There was some real big... Like, mm-hmm. You know what? It's there. It's it's another one of those films where, hey, we're just going to slightly tweak the, the genre a little bit and yep. make it far more female focused. And I have no issues with that. Is that I a have, problem though? Why don't you just make yeah well, movies just, with more females but don't have? The I've, I've, I made stuff. that argument as well this week that just maybe let's make something original that is female led. Yeah, um, like what was like Bridesmaids was I thought I didn't mind that Bridesmaids and it's one of the best comedies ever. Yeah, but, so like and that's not at all just the piggyback. The thing that, like, that lost me so. though was we know what you're doing with this film. Mm. We don't need you to, you know really throw it in our faces but there was one scene and this was the scene where I turned to Jess and went I'm done yeah where Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock are putting together the crew mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett suggests some men as possible inclusions and I can't word for word remember what Sandra Bullock said but it was essentially men are always noticed women go by forgotten and that's what we need for this job. And I was just like, "What was that even?" No, just that I, I did the whole, you know, Jerry Seinfeld in Care Enthusiasm. It was just a bit of, I'm out. Just yeah. hands up. I'm I'm done with this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, one of the only films where I've mm. really enjoyed Helena Bonham Carter. Okay, probably because there was no Tim Burton involvement. I feel maybe that's the. That's her stink. The the mix that just sets me off. Uh-huh. But no, she was really good in it. So okay, like it's it's worth a watch, but definitely wait till it gets that kind of high release. I was probably going to, yeah, if ever. All right, let's mm-hmm. let's get into all things sausage. Party. Well, do we want to do we want to del- delve into what we were going to watch? Yes, yes. So. There, there's a movie that has uh, come out. I think it hits streaming services in the US, mm-hmm. um, and it's based off of a short film that was, was done Australia. in Australia. Yep. Yeah, it was an Australian short film called Cargo, mm-hmm. and they've turned it into a feature length. I think Netflix has the rights in the US. They do, yeah. Um, and it stars now Martin Freeman. Uh-huh. I nearly said Morgan. That would be a very different film. Yes, uh, Martin Freeman, and it's he is. He's out in the bush mm-hmm. during a zombie apocalypse, mm. 
And the cargo in this film yes. is a child, mm-hmm. his child that he's carried on his back. Um, but what made this short film so good and why the shortness of it works. So I was very curious to see how they turn it into feature length. Yeah, it would have been really interesting to see. Well, we'll find a way to make it happen. Um, <laughs> is that he he is bitten yes. by a zombie. Mm-hmm. And the film is him trying to get this child yep. to a place where he can kind of drop it off, drop it off before mm. he turns into a zombie. Yes. So that would have been great. Mm. So... What actually happened was I, I use a, a service called Plex. Yes. A cord cutting software. And I and I procure movies in various ways. Mm-hmm. One of these ways is supposed to be automatic. You kind of put in the film that you want and things It'll happen. It itself, so it went through and went, cool. I found cargo. Mm-hmm. Let's get it for you in, in those ways and push it through to your Plex account. And and there it was. It was in the it account, was. and we were excited. We went. Poster was right. Poster was Synopsis right. Was Synopsis right. was right. Time possibly not right in hindsight. No. Um, yeah, but uh, we didn't you know. never know. It was we an extension know. of a short film, so you yes. never know. So uh, we hit play, and instantly something was wrong. Because <laughs> lo and behold, the worst CGI cartoon animation appeared on the screen. Yes, and with. The dreaded words, Asylum what? Productions. Dreaded is harsh. Unexpected. So, f- <laughs> Asylum is a production company that pretty much takes movies. They piggyback on something that's come out. And make a very, not even not B, not, not even not, C, yeah. almost E-grade that's quality, it. yes, like, knockoff films. So, some of their greatest were Snakes on a Train. Thanks uh, the Titanic two. What's the forty year old virgin spin off that we couldn't get oh, through? I, I don't fucking. So we went through a phase that we 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 would try and watch these in our younger days, yes. and they were so bad you could barely get through. Yes, them. it was some. Yeah, it was like a like a spoof on all of those teenage forty year old. Yeah, it was crap. Yeah, one. I don't remember what it was. So to be fair, yes, the movie was correctly titled. It was because we were watching. Not so much cargo as in I'm carrying something, yeah. But a movie called Car Go, Go but they lived which in was their spoof of cars, yeah. Just horrendously done. Like none of the mouths match. There was one point where we looked at each other. We're like, we're in a bit deep here, do we? And then I think <laughs> there was this one uh, musical number at the start oh. where none of the levels were quite right. No, so there was like people singing. You couldn't quite hear them over the music or, or who was doing it. it so it was bad and we just went no even we can't do this and that's that's when we started just rifling through all of our options and mm-hmm. we Landed came to on. sausage party and i went you know what let's uh let's raise cam's blood pressure here and get yeah. a bit angry and then it also started with a song and dance number yes which we will get into <laughs> so yeah let's talk sausage party so yeah. this was uh Surprisingly, not directed by Seth Rogen. It was his passion project. Um, he was producer of it. Assuming he thought of it. Yes, he did. We'll get into that in the trivia. Mm-hmm. So we have Seth Rogen as Frank, Kristen Wiig as Brenda, ah. Jonah Hill as Carl, mm. Alistair Al Baal as Mariachi Salsa. Why is he the <laughs> fucking top build cast? Nah, you're having. Oh, God. <laughs> I was just about to say, I'm like, why is he. Uh... 
Okay. Michael Sarah yep. as Barry. Yep. Oh, James Franco was in it. As fucking what? The druggie. Which one? The guy. The druggie. Ah. So there's that. Well, he died, so that's good. Bill Hader as Firewater. Yes. Selma Hayek. Oh, not Panetta Pickles. It did sound a bit like Selma. There's Teresa. Mm-hmm. Anders Holm was in there somewhere as Troy. Oh, one of the dickhead sausages. Oh. Nick, Nick Kroll as the douche. The douche. David Crumholtz as yeah. Lavash. Oh, yeah. Eddie Norton. Okay. Ah. Numbers. Makes sense. I think... I don't think of him as numbers. I think of him as the uh, the best friend in 10 Things I Hate About You. And also... I have, a dick, on my, I have a dick on my face, don't I? Yeah. yeah, that guy. Danny McBride as Honey Mustard. And I actually think it was one of the better Danny McBride roles. Uh, There's not a lot. Shooting fish in a barrel, that one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Edward Norton as Sammy. Yeah. Uh, Craig Sammy Robinson as Grits. Paul Rudd as Darren. The fuck's Darren? I don't know. Who the fuck's Darren? We'll have to watch it again to find nah, out. No, we won't have to. That's no, no, okay. no. You will. Okay. You can let me know when he's coming in. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much your, your named actors. So let's get let's get into some trivia because mm. a movie like this is is bound to have some trivia. Mm. So Seth Rogen describes this film as a dark take on Disney films, saying people like to project their emotions onto the things around them, their toys, their cars, their pets. Mm. So we thought, what would it be like if our food had feelings? We very quickly realised that it would be fucked up. Well, yeah. See, that's that's the thing I, I want to get into when we do talk about short film. A little bit. I actually think the premise is good. No, the premise is fine. The premise is good. The premise is fine. I'm no no problem with the premise. We'll, we'll the execution. Cir- we'll circle back <laughs> to that, of course. Seth Rogen developed the idea of the film in 2007. It was based on something he and Jonah Hill would joke about. While well, promoting I- Superbad oh. and Knocked Up, he would ask Rogen what his next project will be, in which he jokingly replied, it's called Sausage Party. Oh. So I think it just purely stemmed from that. I joke. So... In order to get the movie its desired R rating, not mm. a commercially undesirable NC-17 rating, mm. the directors purposely submitted a version with several raunchy scenes that they expected the MP AA to take issue with. This is quite common practice, um, because such scenes often draw the attention from the yes. other scenes you want to keep in. Mm. Oh, to their surprise, the MPAA only insisted that hair be removed from Lavash's genitals. In order to keep the uh, its R rating. When would that have occurred? What? In the last scene? In the last scene. Due to the graphic content, however, mm. the MPAA did not know what to do with this film. Seth Rogen made an argument to alleviate the trade association's confusion, whose standpoint was, it's an unprecedented area. Rogen replied, well, is it a dick if it's food? <sighs> No, but I don't know. Like, uh, as as you rightly guessed, yeah. Edward Norton's performance as Sammy Bagel Jr., which is such a good name, by the way, <laughs> was an impersonation of Woody Allen, yeah. with whom Norton is a close friend. Yeah. Uh, so this, before obviously Deadpool came out, this was the highest grossing R-rated film. Really? Well, oh, sorry. 
No, I've read that completely wrong. Okay. This is now the highest grossing R-rated animated film. Previous record holder was South Park, Bigger, Longer and Uncut, which was back in 1999. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, there wouldn't be that many in that conversation anyway, Mm -hmm. would there? It's these two. I cannot think of anything else. Heavy metal. That wouldn't have made any money. Just trying to fucking figure out who the bloody old Paul Rudd was. <laughs> the hell was Darren? Um, um, yes. Is that it? I, I think there's a really bad bit of trivia. Oh no! <laughs> what is happening? Okay. Um. Ah, oh, it's good. Paul Rudd. Oh, he was the nerd. Oh. Okay. Perhaps due to the intention of making this R-rated comedy as cheaply as possible, mm. working conditions for the animators were said to be extremely bad. According to anonymous sources who worked on the film, the studio forced them to work unpaid overtime, working days and weekends if they wanted to keep their job, mm. and then refused to provide food for those who complied. A few animators claimed that their reputations were threatened when they left, and the studios purposely did not include a lot of people in the final credits. After a while, so many animators left that the studio was forced to hire recently graduated students to fill their production company and mm. their places. The exodus was only stopped when the production company actually came in and provided food and paid overtime. But the studio has denied all allegations. Wowie! It's kind of why it looked like crap sometimes. Apparently that was on purpose, though. That was part of the visual design that... They wanted to make it cheap. That Rogan wanted. So, to make it look that way, you have to put more effort in. Probably. <laughs> Anything for the artistic uh, integrity of that movie. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, yeah. let's get into the tale of uh, Frank learning about the true existence of humans. Yep. And uh, how that all kind of boils down to... I found it too long. What would you cut out, though? A lot of the middle. Okay. Maybe less when you find maybe it, less okay. of their journey through, yes. the sh- through the supermarket. Pointless. A lot of it. But that, was, that literally is there just to give more racist and exactly. sexist jokes know, throughout it. But then it I'm like, well, that's, that's I'm not comedy. laughing. I saw some smiles. I didn't laugh, though. I saw some smiles. Yeah, that's fine. You can see smiles. Sometimes you don't laugh out loud. No. I reckon there was a few little internal little okay. chuckles. No, okay. That's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just found it a little bit. Anyway, we'll get to the movie. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so the movie opens up, and they're really going for that Disney Pixar feel, because it opens up with a song. I didn't mind the song. The song was funny, because the song is them... It sounded like Book of Mormon. Yeah. So... Let's go back to what we were kind of talking about. The premise is great. So the premise mm. is food in a supermarket, very Toy Story, comes to life. Sentient. Are sentient. Um, and they've got this whole belief structure that when they are purchased, mm-hmm. they're being taken to the great beyond, which is their idea of heaven. Yeah. What then happens, though, is that a food item is returned. Mm. Has seen what happens on the outside world. 
and uh, our main protagonists discover what actually goes on, and it's t- that whole idea of their entire existence kind of comes crashing down around them. Mm. Good premise. What I think does this movie no favours mm. is I think you've got writers in the form of Seth Rogen and that crew yep. trying to put in a lot of political mm. and religious commentary it's very against that premise. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, you're at a shopping market, there's all different kind of... Uh, Food and cuisine, mm. which match certain ethnicities, so they kind of pull that in. And, and I get that. And I get that. But it was the way it was done was ham-fisted. It was... Like, as much as I loved Sammy Bagel Jr. Yeah. As the Jewish yeah. Yeah, Woody yeah. Allen, like, him going up against the... the What was he? He was just like... Like a, a, a wrap, like a like a pita bread, like type a pita bread. Who was tortilla or something? Like yeah. your your Muslim kind of characters, yeah. Palestine and Israel, and, was and saying he was going to get olive oil, forty two bottles of virgin oil in in the place beyond. So there, there was all of that, which yes. oh yeah, and that that side of it dragged on. What I what I really enjoyed was Michael Sarah's little character journey. Mm-hmm. I felt that I reckon Barry. if you I reckon if you'd followed Barry as the central, I character. reckon that would have yeah. Whilst but, cutting back to like Seth Rogan's and there's the whole thing of fucking Seth Rogan as a leading man is no. is even painful. as a sausage he's not believable. It's painful. It's still his shitty voice and <laughs> his inflections. Yeah, like that shit. I'm on that night. So the, the, it's so they all do their big song and dance where it gives yeah. off like their history and what they all believe in. Mm-hmm. Like it, and straight away there's some real. Real bad, like there's some so, Szechuan sauces. There's some very sauerkraut, sauerkraut being Hitler, and I mean he's Austrian, but yeah. So there's stuff like that. It's just yeah. straight away you're like unnecessary. I mean, funny for them, they probably laughed heartily as they were high writing this film, as yeah. they are for most of them. Yeah. So there's that, but and then it kind of goes into the whole. It's almost it's the day before Fourth of July. Mm. So our main protagonists are sausages. Sausage Party, yes. who are waiting eagerly to be chosen for the great beyond. And usually on the 4th of July, they're all bought. Obviously, because yep. people have barbecues. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in love with a bun. Of course he is. Who lives across him in her packet, played by Christian Wick. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much, like, they kind of dance around what they're talking about in the song. Like, it's, they talk about how they're going to be together, and then it's just straight up, oh no. Yep. All they're waiting for is that they want to fuck. Or, I don't know what... That's pretty... They No, it is. They pretty clearly say... Yeah. Like, I think even one of the lines in the song is, just to make it clear, yeah. we're talking about fucking. Yep. And then they touch tips. Then touch tips. Because nothing can go wrong when you touch tips. That's true. It's a good joke. <laughs> I actually... So, I actually liked the visual shift from the song and dance number. To when real life came in, yeah. So whenever, whenever we're in the perspective of the the humans, mm. it all goes kind of grey, monotone, mm. grayscale, and you mm. just see the food as food. Yeah. And then when it cuts to the food's perspective, it's it's vibrant, it's colourful. It's a kids, I it's think, a kids movie. I that think, was clever. Yes, and you, I think you could do more of that. It's like a yeah, because it's not quite Toy Story where no. like, whenever a human comes, they, they just drop, like, drop to the ground. No, this is stuff. like literally they're talking while. The humans are there. It's just like it's a different yeah. perspective. Yeah. Yes, the virtual plane. Yeah. 
So, yeah, they're they're all excited because mm. they they want to be chosen so they can all just go and fuck. And there's like it's just typical things like there's jocks like it's all human society but through the frame. Yeah, and it's it's a very ham-fisted religious belief of I'm going to go to a better world. Yes, from my life here. Yep. Which I don't know. We get okay. we get more into that religious yeah. side of things later on. Mm. So, honey mustard. Yes, is purchased at the end of the song, mm-hmm. but is then quickly returned for normal mustard. <laughs> for normal mustard, Good. but uh, honey mustard's in a bit of a bad way. He's shaking. He's seems like he was burnt at the top as well. Yeah, I could see, but that's I don't know why. Yeah, he's he's very much a, a victim of abuse. Mm-hmm. Is the way they they paint him again, ham-fistedly. Um, but then someone comes in and grabs the sausages and the buns. And they're putting the the sh- like the trolley, and mm-hmm. they're all excited, and they're all you know whispering, "Oh, you know what's it going to be like? We're finally going." And then Honey Mustard gets dropped into the mm-hmm. the trolley as well. He's was like, "Was that before or after douche?" Correct. That's after douche. After so douche. a douche played by Nick Kroll is also dropped in, and it's just it's him literally playing the douche from Parks and yeah, Recreation. Yeah, it's the same voice, which I liked. I, yeah. I really Nick Kroll doing characters is good. Mm. Um, and it's just yeah, he's a douche. He says douche things. He acts douchey. Yes, Very he good. does. Yep. Um, and then yet yeah, Honey Mustard gets put in, and he's just he starts trying to warn everyone. Mm-hmm. He's like, "You've got no fucking idea what's about to happen. Like mm-hmm. it's all a lie." And everyone's just like, "Shut up! What's this guy can't talking about?" Yeah. Um, at which point he decides to commit suicide because he's not willing to to go back. Well, does he commit it or is he half dropped? Because I believe Frank said, "No, oh, my glove's slipping." No, Frank. Oh, he grabs Frank him. grabs him as he falls right, off. So Frank nice. jumps out of his packaging, mm. uh, grabs him, and is about to fall out. And then, is it Lucy? Yeah, it's Lucy the bun. Brenda. Is it Brenda? Brenda. Okay, so Brent, oh, Brenda the bun. Oh, Frank, Frank the sausage. Frank Furter. <laughs> Did you just get that? Oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she grabs onto Frank. So they're out of their yeah. package. Yeah. And he's holding on. He slips, the mustard falls, the trolley locks into place because that's trolleys do their shit, so the wheels mm-hmm. lock, and all the groceries go fucking, fucking flying. This was really well done visually. So as they're all falling, yeah. a bag of flour comes yep. down as well, explodes, yep. and it's just... It's saving private right. It's saving private right. It is mm. a mess. Which, which the South Park have done <laughs> in, in Imagination Land. They did a similar, yeah, they did a similar parody scene. of it, yeah. yeah. Like... PB and J as yeah. the husband and wife and PB has smashed and is just blood everywhere and yeah, jam smash. Oh sorry, jam smash and PB so. is like rubbing it onto his face like it's blood. And I think was it a bag of chips that got run over by the trolley mm, into bullets. It turned into bullets and oh. just killed mm. it. Was, I, it was well yeah. done. Like it's moments like that where it it's gone fucking... cool, we know what the visual gag here is. Yeah. Let's just leave it as the visual gag. Anytime it wasn't like a stupid, uh, racist, religious or whatever joke, fine. Yeah. That was most of the movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that all happens. Yes. They go to escape. The douche is annoyed. 
not happy. Because the douche was like, I was about to get up in that woman. And, and he's... Um, and he's left behind. His nozzle is bent. Yeah. And he's the noz, I believe. The noz. Me noz. Uh, and he goes to kill Frank and Brenda, uh-huh. but he's swept up in the trash. and By Paul Rudd, apparently. By Paul Rudd. So, Brenda and Frank at this stage are now just trying to... Um, get back into their packaging, mm. really. But Frank wants to know what Honey Mustard was talking about. Yep. Because Honey Mustard told him to go talk to... Firestarter. Firestarter. And so he wants to do that. And so Brenda follows him. But they're now joined by Sammy Bagel Jr. Where'd they come from? I must have... Just, they they were they just, in They were in the trolley. They were in the trolley. They, they, they're the survivors. Okay. Um, I'm try- I, I, Yeah, I don't know what that flatbread guy was. Maybe he was just flatbread. I think he is just flatbread. I'm trying to find him. Like the name of him. I'm just trying to think of a Middle Eastern... He was lavash. Yeah, it's a lavash bread. That makes more sense, yes. Um, So lavash, Sammy Bagel Jr. join them and they go off to find Firestarter. Mm Because they're like, let's just let Frank do his thing. Mm -hmm. Because the store's now closed. Yes. Um, But his friend, played by Michael Sarah Barry. Barry. is, Is taken away. And he's he feels guilty because he didn't yeah. save him. And they've got another friend voiced by Jonah Hill, mm-hmm. Carl. Carl, and and Carl's just like, no, fuck it, man, we're off to heaven. Like, yeah, it's his fault for leaving the package. Yeah. Um. And so the storylines kind of now diverge. So we got year two. Yeah, you got people happening. off to the quote unquote promised land. Yep. And then people in supermarket. Yeah. So we'll go through the supermarket stuff pretty quick. Because yes. it can boil down to different locations. Mm-hmm. Here's the joke. Like, they go to the Mexican Isle and meet the taco played by Selma Hayek. The tequila played by somebody. Yeah. And all like all that kind of shit. So, it's yeah. just like, let's. here's how we can put us into stereotypical scenarios. Like, they go to the alcohol aisle and it's just a party because it's night time. Yeah. All that kind of shit. While that's happening, the douche um, rapes. Yes, a, Gray, a juice box. A juice box because his his douche insides are leaking, so he sucks the dick. He consumes. Of the, he, he says his words are, "I'm going to suck your dick." Yeah, of the the juice box and mm-hmm. sucks him all in and fills him up, and to which he now says that he's juiced up. So he's he's a, he's a roided out. Yep, douche now. And, uh, the cut on the side of his uh, douche. He covers uh, up. With he covers it. up with a thing that says "juiced up." <laughs> So that happens. Yes. And he's, his whole thing is he's just now going to kill, kill. Yep. Frank and yep. all that shit. So, yep, they go to the Mexican land. They go to all that. Mm-hmm. It all gets... they. But he meets Firestarter. Yes. And Firestarter goes, oh, yeah, the song's bullshit. Because <laughs> well, Firestarter, Twinkie... And Grits. And Grits are the non-perishables. Yeah. So they're immortal. And they've been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Back in the day, they they knew what was up. Like yes. they knew that they were getting eaten, and they just said, you know, life in the life was bad because mm. everyone just knew they were meant. waiting for it. So they concocted yes a story mm-hmm. so that everyone could live happily in their lives, knowing that there was something better at the end of it all, but, and that, that you were but, going to this yeah. better place. And like when you are taken, it's not for. Anything nefarious anything, or bad, bad. And so that you need to live a good life as well. Mm. So that everyone's happy and... Mm. Religion. But then we get the ham-fisted thing of... 
but then the song changed over mm. time mm-hmm. and things got added in like that figs i.e. gay people were bad yep and then the he's like the sauerkrauts added this thing in about how all the juice need to die and he made the comment but you know i think juice are funny it's it it's this bit was so hand-fisted <sighs> and you know what they they wanted to make a commentary they, they did but they tried, it, it just yeah. it falls flat again yeah. cuz just this, get back well they get high as well yeah cuz fucking why, why not <laughs> and so frank goes off and he starts trying to convince people i say no nah. no nah. but fire starter like, nah, yeah. starter tells him there is proof mm-hmm. you've got to go through the freezer mm. to get to this place and there'll be proof there yep so brenda goes nah, not having a bar of it Nearly gets attacked by the douche at one point. Mm-hmm. So she's just... They've all had a gut full. But yep. Frank wants to keep going. And they split up. Mm. And then we'll circle back to them. Yep. So our young friend Barry and Carl... Yes. Arrive, and all the other... Arrive at the house. Arrive at the home and they're all excited. Mm. And then... What's the first thing that gets... A potato, potato is chosen. And yes. he's like, oh, I've been chosen. It's great. And he gets a bath. He gets a bath. He's he's loving life. He's loving it. And then they peel off his skin. Yeah. And it, it goes into full, like, horror movie mode. Yeah. It's, uh, that's a great scene. Yes, as I said. Yeah. Again, when it's back on just the premise, it's <laughs> awesome. It's, it's great. Yeah. And so he's getting skinned alive and mm-hmm. screaming. And they're all just... Look on all the food's faces yeah. as they're like... Yeah, what the fuck Tomato is this? Tomato gets cut in half. Baby carrots get boiled. The the lettuce getting its eyes yeah, gouged out, gouged out, and then ripped in mm-hmm. half. The bacon, yeah. <laughs> or the, actually, I think my favourite one was there's the bowl of nacho chips staring yeah. up in horror as the cheese's head is being grated off over them, and then they go into the microwave, mm-hmm. and one of them, I don't know why I noticed it, one of them just has the most serene look, as it like. Oh, really? Just dies. It's <laughs> just like, oh. oh. okay. Yep. So, there's shit like, yeah, like, she picks up baby carrots and eats them. And they're all like, they're fucking babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. And in, in their eyes, uh, the human is red-eyed and yeah, it's, be- de- it's possessed. become a monster. It's yeah. The, the gods, as they are, because mm-hmm. they see people as gods, mm-hmm. are not what they thought they were. No. And so, Barry and Carl jump up on a ledge. They're like, no, we are getting the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. But Barry's a bit of a a wuss. And he's also uh, strange. He's, he's an abnormality yeah. of a hot dog. So, yeah. well, he's a hot dog, not there. a sausage. Is he? I feel like he's a hot dog. Like a little Frankfurt. Maybe his name should have been Frank. No, but they're all hot dogs. No, they're all Frankfurters. Mm. But they're not sausages. Are sausages not different than hot dogs? No, man. But they are. They're all pretty much the same shit. No, they're not though. Just poor. You get gourmet hot sausages. You don't get gourmet hot dogs, really. But they're just they're just sausages. Let's just leave it. We don't need to. We don't need to debate what kind of sausage. No, but I think we do. No, he's just a stubby little one. It's like half his head's cut off. He's a little frankfurter. Yeah. So they're they're on the ledge of the Uh kitchen, about to jump out, but yeah, he's not willing to jump off into the garden. And Carl all of a sudden starts just. Spouting some gibberish, mm-hmm. embarrassed. Like, what the fuck's going on? At which he notices that he has been slid in half. S- yeah, cut Very in much. half, and he knife comes for him. He jumps off. Yep, that's his kind of 
we'll come back to him. Yep. Uh, Frank. Yes. Meanwhile, to the tunes of Meatloaf, sung by a Meatloaf. Yeah, I'll give him that. Has trekked through the freezer section and has mm-hmm. come to the like the appliances and the the kitchenware section. Yes, where he, did, he discovers a book, mm. being a recipe book, mm-hmm. and as he opens up the pages, it's just many pictures yeah. of food being eaten and mm-hmm. cut up and consumed. And this is it. This is the proof that he needs. Mm-hmm. So he goes off to to tell everyone that it's all a lie. It's all false. It's all false. But no one believes him. No. Because they all have their own beliefs. Yes, all different separate religious beliefs. So, you know, there's no real way for them to, you know, believe him. And Well, there's no reason for them to believe in anyone but what their... Belief are. Yeah. Because yeah. it's all been... So twisted. that happens. And so he's just like, oh, okay. And somehow they all have microphones that he can hear. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. It's an animated movie. Yeah, doesn't all need to make a bit of realism. So that happens. No, no one's believing. No, Frank. No. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. well, we've kind of jumped ahead in timelines, but that's what happens. Barry has run away Mm -hmm. and is swept up by a. Well, not by not swept up. He notices a two humans. Yes, one of which has a shopping bag, a shopwell bag, a shopwell, which is the shopping. Yeah. Yeah, the supermarket that they're mm-hmm. from. And so he follows him home, mm-hmm. thinking, oh, this is my chance to get home. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy's a druggie, though, and has got some bath salts that he's going to shoot up with. And so he shoots up with the bath salts. Yep. And by doing that, he he can now see yes. and understand the the. He's the within food. Toy Story. Yeah, he, he's his mind is open to their plane of existence. So, like... So, real life is not... Uh, so, this is where the end of the movie annoys me. So, like, they know that they're not real. We'll get to that. Let's, okay. let's we'll, we'll talk all how that... Holds. No, but, like, so, like, so the humans get drugged up. So, obviously... The food and stuff, they're not real. Well, the movie makes that pretty clear at the end. At the end, yes. yes. But you're going through the whole thing going, oh, just maybe they're a bit... I just kind of went, yeah, he can see what they're seeing. That's all that is. So he he, he sees Barry, they have a chat, and he's like, I'm never going to eat again. Mm. I can't do this. And all the other foods kind of come out at that point, and they're like, we've seen some shit. And then one joke that I really liked is yes. they roll of toilet paper kind of oh. peeks out from the bathroom and he's and they're like what has he done to you and he's like you don't want to fucking know <laughs> I thought you Good. were going to mention we'll get to that gum and then but he falls asleep so the drug yeah. guy's like I'll take you back to the shop that's mm-hmm. no worries falls asleep because he's drugged out of his mind yes. in rolls gum which is a piece of chewed up gum uh-huh. that was stuck under the desk of a scientist who has then somehow concocted a wheelchair. Yeah, don't know how. And is essentially Stephen Hawking. So, are we to believe this gum was under Stephen Hawking's desk? I'd say so. But he wouldn't have been able to. It was before that. How long? No, but how has how has the gum stayed? This he's immortal, mate. Like he's a bit moist. of gum. He's a bit no, of but gum. How can he stay moist like that? He's just a bit of gum. Maneuver. Well, he he really wasn't. He was. No, but he could still like he. He's, you know. 
<laughs> He's little nubby. Let's hand. not think about it too much. That's what I do, though. It's a piece of gum <laughs> attached to a Wheel battery <laughs> that has somehow created a wheelchair. Anyways. Okay. So there's that. Uh-huh. The druggie wakes up, though. Mm-hmm. And he's no longer under the effects. Sees nothing. And just sees all this food. Uh-huh. Grabs Barry, because he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to cook up a hot dog. Mm-hmm. Drops Barry. Oh, we... No, we... we He goes to drop him in the pot, and then yep. we cut away. Yeah, so but... So we assume that but, Barry's... But we're going to... Okay. We'll just do this in chronology. Okay, all right then. And uh, he cuts off his own head... Because he's yeah. a druggie, stumbles through his home, yeah. and an axe is cut. So we, we discussed this bit now. Yes. So he's now his head's gone. Yeah, because Frank's made his speech. Uh-huh. No one's trusting him. And then off in the distance, we hear Barry say, "But we all can have second chances or something." Because oh, Barry, yeah, the, the, his whole I'm thing was his whole thing was about coming back to save Frank. Yeah, drops down, has a bit of a chat, and goes. Yeah, but things aren't as bad as you think. The gods can be killed. Drops the fucking severed head of this bloke down and mm-hmm. this changes everything. Yeah, does a bit of a, a ventriloquist act <laughs> with, with, with the, the severed head. Yep. Not bad. Not no, bad. no, not bad. Bit of Michael Sarah funniness. Michael Sarah was good in this. He was. Surprisingly. Yeah, because his like, weird face wasn't, wasn't on screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the bird features everywhere. So... He rallies the troops again, mm-hmm. and it's just cool. Let's let's get all of these humans to see us because we need to ask mm-hmm. for help. And they devise a plan of using the bath salts, the bath salts which they dip in like toothpicks sh- into, yeah, toothpicks, right. and then they shoot the toothpicks into all the people in the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing seems to happen, no. and Brenda's been taken. Because mm-hmm. it's Fourth of July and she was in packaging at this point, yeah. so Frank goes to save her and prevent you know people leaving the supermarket mm-hmm. with Brenda. So he mm-hmm. locks the doors, yep. and it's at this point that like the humans have mm. all started tripping balls. Yes, they say and, possessed, and one like one woman just grabs him and is about to choke him, choke him, mm. uh, and Brenda beats the ever living shit out of her. Strong bun. Yeah. And it's at this point, though, that we get the scenes of everyone in the supermarket just losing their shit. Because mm. they're seeing all this food. And what do they do when they see now randomly animated and mm. come to life food? They start killing them. Yes. So everyone all of a sudden goes, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Frank was right. Mm-hmm. And it just we then just get a bit of a montage of... Them working together. And fighting the humans. Because all religions can come together to fight one yeah. evil. Yeah, of course they can. Uh, the douche, though, finds an unwitting target uh-huh. in... Darren. Darren, the, the nerdy mm-hmm. kind of shop attendant. I think he might be the manager, maybe. Maybe. But he's nah, he said he hates well. the job. Nah, he's like a... The manager. Yeah, but he shitty, opens and closes the store. Shitty casual worker. Yeah. Okay. And the douche... Goes up inside him, mm. which, in his words, a hole's a hole. Yeah, well, when when your your arc of a character is s- sucking off a juice box, yeah, that's 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 child's play. <laughs> but because he's now inserted into Darren, he's yes. able to control him. 
Yeah. Darren gets a gun and they just go on a rampage and again the food all come together to stop him. We get a uh, a little bit of a, a scene where uh, Frank goes up to fight the douche, which is in Darren's pants, mm-hmm. and it looks like Darren is jerking off. Yeah, but he's just fighting off. He's fighting a uh, sausage. That was the moment that you were done. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, yes, but then I'm like, okay, it's, that's okay. We can move on from that. Later on is where I lost it. So they all saved the day. Yep. Every human is dead now. Mm. Well, in that store. Yeah, well, in the store. Mm. But that is their that is their, their world. world. Mm. And uh, Frank and Brenda go, you know what? Let's go for Let's it. Let's go for it. Why are we even waiting? They start fucking. Everyone's beautiful. And yeah. Lavash and Taco and Lavash, Sammy Bagel Jr. Lavash and Sammy go, let's fuck. No, no, we get to that after the point <laughs> where they're all just jerking off over... Brenda all of a sudden because Taco oh by the way Taco was in love with Brenda as well yes um, and there was some uh, gay commentary around that as well about mm. how Brenda didn't think it was right based on her beliefs all that kind of stuff um, and it just starts an, a food orgy yeah which went on for a little bit long which was almost like the most talked about thing of this movie as well which is what, what I think a lot of their rating came from because if you look at oh, everything yeah, scene. beforehand Mm, the rape on the the juice wasn't great. Yeah, but this is like an extended. Yeah, true. And that and you think, okay, cool, the film's just ending mm. with this. Fucking hell! I remember being in the theater. <laughs> yep. There was a lot of laughter, but I think it was laughter from people feeling extremely uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Well, like, what do you do? Yeah. I just I watched it and I'm like, what? I didn't. I think I. I looked away. Yeah. Halfway through. Too much. Solid reaction. Yep. But uh, you think it's over. Mm. And you've got like Frank and Brenda in like post-coital snuggles. He's got like a bandage on. Yep. And, but uh, Barry runs up and says, Firestarter's got something to show us. Mm. And fuck me. Now, they go into this whole spiel about how they've breached their plane of existence even more Mm. and they've discovered that they are cartoon characters puppets at the whims Mm. of people just telling stupid comedies for the masses and really like they even say and even really bad comedies at that Mm. and even to the point that through the smoke it's like and it's all from the brain of this fucking dickhead Seth Rogen Edward Norton and the movie ends with the gum making yep. a stargate to their universe and they walk through it. Yeah. That's how the film ends. Mm. I thought they'd, they'd do like some little live action bit where like... Honestly, that's what like I thought at the end. Yeah. Like do a mix of yeah. CGI and... Do what they did with Lego Movie. Yeah. But this just kind of went, oh, a little bit of a meta joke. <laughs> yeah. And... Film ends. Mm. Lost potential is how I, I would sum up I, this I, film. I don't disagree. I think the I think they had a very cool idea, but yep. they went, let's add our normal comedy to it, which is crass mm. humor, mm. and they went too far down that way. Yep, I think the humor in playing with the actual things you have on screen, rather than going, oh, let's make racist jokes. 
Yeah. Not racist. Let's make rape. Let's just, let's just make jokes about race and everything. It's just like, well, you could have done that without the fucking food. Like, I don't understand. There was one joke that I did like. Yes. And it was a bag of nuts. Mm. He said, I'm not going to fight with a bunch of fruits. Yeah. And they said, well, you're a nut bag. <laughs> Got it. That was good. When, when the, Before the movie started, I asked if there were puns. You said yes. There were. They were crap, though. So You didn't ask if they were good puns. They said, were. Are there plenty of puns? Half of them, or more than half, was the douche saying, and then the thing in the background would go, you talk to me? That's not funny. That's just going. <laughs> no, that was good. The first one was good when the douche is like, this beat is sick. And the beat turns around and goes, I feel fine. <laughs> and then everything else. Like, it was just like, and then the Quesa, when they were in Mexican town. Is he, you got a queso? He's like, you're talking to me? He's like, that's fucking forced and not funny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's, let's get your review because I'm already looking at the Rotten Tomatoes ones. I don't want you to look at it yet. Okay. Um, my review. Okay. All right. It's a lost potential movie. Mm-hmm. I think you go with a shorter length. You take out the crap in the middle where they're just wandering yep. aimlessly to that's point such, to point. But that's such a animated movie trope I as well. I know it is. Like, I think the Emoji movie did it. Toy Story do- Toy Story did it three times. Mm. And then and this. Mm. And there's so many that do it. It's all I you think, can really do I think there's a way you can animated. do it. Coco just did it. Like it's, oh, I never saw Coco. But I think it's Ralph more... did it. Yes. Did you just roll your eyes at wreck Ralph? <laughs> I've... Get out! I've kind of soured on that movie too. Um, what? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> is this more of a discussion we should have? We will when we watch Wreck It Ralph too. Well, that's why. I'm not interested. What? Leave it as it is. It had stormtroopers in the trailer. Yeah, Wreck It Ralph breaks the internet. What does that even fucking mean? They make a joke about that title in the trailer. Yeah. Have you not seen the trailer? Half of it, I got bored. Well, we're going to watch the trailer after this. We'll talk about this next time. <laughs> anyway, so this one is just Sausage Party. Apart from the name annoying me, um, <laughs> it it just seems like an excuse to make all of these jokes and go, oh, it was not us, it was just food. Mm. We didn't really mean it this way. And I just kind of... It was lazy, some of it. I th- like, where it did well was using it as you should in, like, the parody of Saving Private Ryan and all this yep. other stuff. I don't know. One and a half out of five snags. That's better than the clapper. Of course it is. Which it didn't yeah. even review. No. All right. Rotten Tomatoes time. Don't you look yet? No, I'm not going to. How much? What do you reckon we're looking at rating-wise for this cinematic piece? 60-something. Higher. What? Much higher. Much? 70? Higher. 80? Higher. Oh, fuck off. No. 82%. That's too much. Critic consensus. Mm -hmm. Sausage Party is definitely offensive, but backs up its enthusiastic profanity... With an impressively high laugh-to-gag ratio and a surprisingly thought-provoking storyline. What? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Well, that doesn't make any... Okay. At what point did any of that happen? I, I could... Isolated points. Isolated. Mm. That's what I find a, a bit hard with the critical consensus. Someone can go, yeah, it was all right. And that's your, that's your fresh. What have you got? Was... You're laughing over there. I've, I found your review. <laughs> <laughs> One star. The film was made for 12-year-olds. The entire movie was just a set up for bad jokes and in-your-face innuendos which just aren't funny. In the entire film, there were only two short scenes which were actually amusing, but this wasn't enough to make up for the poor standard of the rest of the film. Seems like a wasted concept. So who's the, who, who, who wrote that? Because I want to give them... No one, so I'm assuming it's you. I'll claim it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find a five-star, though. Uh, Ooh, that's... If you had to rate it, Three and a half. Three and a bit. I actually don't think it's bad. I thought it was, at the time, a clever concept. But um, that's not enough to... Con- I thought downsizing was a clever concept. But sometimes it is. Sure, like, you go in, you know their brand of comedy, though. Yes. Which is that there's racism that's in your face. It's mm-hmm. like it's stoners writing the shit. Like, none of the comedy was that egregious for me. I think it might be less about the offensive part and more about that it's easy jokes and they're not funny. Yeah. All right, I got a five star for you. Right. From David G. What a funny and very dirty animated film. Dirty. Ever? What? Sausage Party is one of the most funny and dirty film I ever watched, but it's so good with great voice acting and good animation. And come on, is Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. They make very funny films. Well done, guys. You made one hell of a funny and dirty R-rated animated film ever. David, mate, learn to write. Learn to grammar. <laughs> Fuck me, that was difficult to read aloud. Learn to use the word ever properly. <laughs> All right, we've got a couple of mothers. Okay. I think sauce, this is from Danny L. Uh-huh. Being Danny, last name L. I think Sausage Party is one of the best adult animated movies ever. That's a very small subset anyways. It is. There's lots of swearing, like fuck, motherfucker, bitch, and shit. Like this guy's 12. It's very (laughs) violente and has lots of sexual humour. It does not have any uncensored nudity, but the sexual content is just as bad. A A douche sucks juice from a juice box where if he were human, his crotch would be Frank. The hot dog is seen hanging from a store... Clerk pants, and at the end, the food have a food orgy. <laughs> Let's just say... Fialante. <laughs> by the grammar in most of the five-star reviews... They're 12-year-olds. I yeah. think we're finding the core demographic. And that's fine. It's not for me, though. <laughs> One and a half. What the fuck have I just watched? Yep. Not being 12, I found the so-called innuendo too much. It's like the childish version of a Tarantino film and what they think they can get away with if it's a cartoon. You can't. It's still not funny. That's me again. <laughs> Unnamed. There is a rape scene that made me and my boyfriend uncomfortable and turned it off. One star. I still gave it one, though. Charlie R. One star. Absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. Here's a very 
odd half-star review. Okay. It's a pretty genius concept, and the whole answer to Pixar is admirable. And while I appreciate the attempt to add more meaning to the plot, this movie isn't too funny after the novelty of cursing groceries wears off. What a succinct half-star review. Yeah, that, that, that sounds a lot like when people give it four stars. <laughs> well, are there, are there a lot of five-star ones that goes, this movie funny? Because that's, uh, that's my favourite type of review. Yuval R. Amazing work. It's exactly what it's supposed to be. Crud, vulgar, creative, a bit racist, probably a bit more, and hilarious. Just a I'm going to leave it at that because just utter simpletons. <laughs> um, and, and, that's, and that's pretty much Sausage Party. Yeah. Hot dog party. <laughs> Frankfurt party. They were sausages. <laughs> All right, let's. I think we, we leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. As we spoke about last time, guys, this is our 48th episode. Mm-hmm. We were thinking of doing Paddington 1 and 2, but of course, he who must not be named is still not with us. And and we thought, you know what? He'll love those movies. So yeah, we'll leave we, we, we want his sweet and pure innocence yes. in those reviews. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as we said last week, it would be great to get some suggestions for what our 50th episode mm-hmm. should be. Yes. Um. We'd yeah, love to hear from everyone and get some ideas on that. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, feel free to contact us at cameoguys at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, we'd always love a mailbag section, but we can't when the mailbag is empty. Don't make us make them up. Yeah, we will. Uh, well, actually, by now, if we haven't, we probably won't. Or just get in touch with us on any of the socials mm-hmm. at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes. If you're so inclined, mm-hmm. at Cameo Guys is our handle on all of those accounts. Mm-hmm. But other than that, guys, thank you for listening, and we will speak to you next week. See you guys.